When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is this is this is Greater Boston. Are you here to inform me Isaiah Powell has been released? Unfortunately not. Then I have nothing further to say to you. You've taken my statement, and I will not offer any further information, no matter how relentlessly you torture me in this off-site, non-regulated pain chamber. It's a corner of a converted subway station we forced into a makeshift jail. It's heavily regulated, just like the rest of this crazy-ass train town. And it's not off-site. It's literally on all the maps. City maps, transit maps, you name it. Nevertheless, I'm sure you've come to seize this opportunity to boost your fragile self-esteem by slamming me against walls and knocking me against chairs. Your mere presence tortures me more than any type of institutionalized violence you attempt to try to thrill yourself with. And it's no point. I don't think you could manage to force me to feel any worse than I already... I already... What's that smell? It's my lunch. What... what is that? The wrapper is sweating grease. The, the very plate and table you set that on appear to be weeping under the weight of that monstrosity. You can't possibly be thinking of eating that. Oh, I see. You're going to force feed it to me. For your own amusement. For information. Please. Don't be a... Your name. <laughs> it's simply my lunch. Hell of a lot worse than tuna tubes, I'll grant you that. And I'll be honest, it's not the usual thing I go for. In fact, it may be the most disgusting thing I have ever and will ever consume for the sake of quote-unquote nourishment in my entire life. And I've been to Golden Corral. This is the cow dakin burger bomb with a side of duck fat fries. It's hamburger meat, ground up and deep fried inside a slab of duck, wrapped in grilled bacon, refried, and topped with eel relish. You, you carnivorous demon! I mean, I am repulsed. I have to admit, but I'm also curious. Aren't you ever curious? I'm curious if one bite of that vile mockery of nutrition will kill you outright. It might, but I'm guessing that as horrible as eating this thing will undoubtedly be, it's going to hurt you a hell of a lot more than it's going to hurt me. 
You know, Gemma, you're right. It would disgust me, revolt me, possibly worse. One morsel-sized consumption could be enough to inflame and shrivel my entire digestive system. But there are two dipshits in this cell, a pronoun and a noun. Well, technically there are two nouns. Dipshit is my name, but it's also an accurate description of both myself and- It's two syllables. It's seven letters. If you want to call me a dipshit, call me a dipshit, but get to the fucking point. Do you know why you're a dipshit? You assume I don't know I'm one too. I do know. I know more than you know. It's even possible that I have a worse opinion of myself than you do at this point. To which I say, unwrap your sickeningly greasy livestock holocaust and let me dig right in. Really? Really. I won't tell you anything further because there's nothing further to tell. And however this makes me feel, it'll be deserved. Then get to it. No, I lied. I'm not strong enough. It will kill me. I can't abide it. Even even the smell is going to make me violently regurgitate. Maybe this is more your speed? Pulled barbecued jackfruit? Topped with grilled red onions, house-made pickle, horseradish tahini mayo, and served on a lentil loaf homemade bun? Ah, I... where? That sounds... how did you... Does that sound better? I mean, you gotta be hungry. I'm guessing the food in here hasn't been all that appetizing. Even if there are vegan options... Please, your jackbooted brutes passing for law enforcement wouldn't know how to prepare a proper vegan meal if they were guided by the hands of Donald Watson himself. Who? He... Ah, oh, it doesn't matter. What's your play here, anyway? Will you continue to pull sandwiches out of your jacket, each one further down the opposite end of the edible scale until you destroy my fragile brain? I am spiritually empty, Gemma. What good is food in your stomach when your soul has no nourishment? And on top of that... I have nothing to tell you. Not until Isaiah Powell is released. You know this. That's not why I'm here. You get a very simple choice. Don't tell me what I want to know. I eat the meat. Cooperate and be a good little dipshit. You win the jackfruit jackpot. Are you hearing impaired? What information do you The ball. The crystal ball. Tell me everything you know about it. The what? The crystal ball. The one I received for my 20-year anniversary. I need as much information about it as you can possibly provide. Come on, you always know a thousand irrelevant facts about every stupid goddamn thing at third sight. The fucking toilet paper had to be blessed by a shaman. We had to have a fucking Charmin shaman, thanks to you. And I didn't even know that until you randomly blurted it out one day. You're practically a human Wikipedia page for annoying new wave minutia. You're bound to know things I do not, so tell me about my ball. Gemma, please take into consideration that for dinner, lunch, and breakfast yesterday, I ate a mixture of food so revolting I'm downright delirious remembering it all. I once flew to Europe using Lufthansa. The Germans aren't exactly known for their vegan sensitivity, but on the flight I ordered the vegan meals all the same. To this day, I'm still not sure what exactly I consumed midair over the Atlantic, 
and it was still a thousand times more edible than the lumpy brown slop I've been served in your sad excuse for a rehabilitation center. I tell you this to congratulate you on your technique. Had I any information on your precious ball, I would cough it up faster than I coughed up the putrid insult to dog feces I've been served in this cell for a chance to taste that glorious jackfruit wonder. But I have no useful information to give you. Save this. It's a trinket. It's junk. It's trash. It's nothing. I'm sorry. Mm -mm. I don't believe that. You don't believe in anything. And that's precisely the problem. If you actually possessed any skill resembling that of an enchantress or necromancer, the ball might be of great use to you, might be incredibly powerful even. There are family lineages where magic runs strong through entire histories of people, dating back to the dawn of man. Crystal balls can be used for all sorts of divination, spirit casting, and necromancy. But your family tree has no magic branches, does it? Otherwise, you wouldn't be a bored little pencil pusher at a publication specializing in the very thing you find so utterly contemptible for over 20 years, would you? You know why you dislike me so much. You see me for what I am. A sham. A self-righteous, spiritually empty sham. When you look through our crystal balls, you see right through them. There's nothing inside. Certainly no magic. No. I saw something in that ball. I saw my family. I saw us older, happy. I saw us together. I saw us safe. Safe and okay. Well, perhaps I am mistaken. Perhaps there is magic in you, or... Perhaps it was your own inner desire you were projecting onto the ball. Which, to you, seems more likely? Uh, I learned a form of divination. Gastromancy? Uh, Well, have a bite into your horrid grease bomb and prepare to compose a belch so thoroughly complex it'll rank amongst the great works of gassy literature. You know, sometimes you say things, and I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or serious. In that case, it was a mixture of the two. What happened to it? Ball? It was stolen. And I just... I really feel like I need it back. Magic Staples. What? Tyrell ordered the ball from Magic Staples. Seriously? Magic Staples? An idiotic name, I agree, but the branding speaks for itself. That's all I know. I'm sorry it's not more helpful. They have a catalog. You could look up the description. I recall it was supposedly hand-blown by Tibetan Dugpa. Thanks. I want you to know, I was going to give you this no matter what. And why would you do something like that? I still think you're a complete idiot. Especially with Mary, what's-her-butt bullshit. Wallstonecraft. But, I respect what you're doing. For Isaiah. Enjoy your lunch. Gemma, I... 
Hope you find your ball. And thank you. Greater Boston is written and produced by Alexander Danner and Jeff Van Driesen with recording and technical assistance from Mark Harmon. This episode featured Lydia Anderson as Gemma Linzer Coolidge and James Capobianco as Dipshit Paletti. Charlie on the MTA is recorded by Emily Peterson and Dirk Tiedy. Want to meet us in person? We'll be exhibiting at MICE, the Massachusetts Independent Comics Expo, October 21st and 22nd. And that will be your first opportunity to buy the official Greater Boston mini-comic with a story set between seasons one and two and featuring the art of our own Braden Lamb, who will also be at the show. Oh, so good. Law and order, red line. <laughs> that was great. It's intense. <laughs> yeah, I, uh... It's like the opposite of the time when we're yeah, we that together at the, was it at the truck? No, where was it? The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. The buyer awaits your decision, poised as one both ready for a fight and assured of its outcome. I'll have that relic now. Thacko, pretty boy, have more healing. We gonna need it. You guys might. One of you dies and I'm running for it. So don't. We'll have to use every advantage and we've not many left. So I'm confused. Uh, What am I supposed to say to him? Marcus, it's a role-playing game. Right. So you're this holy guy, Benedict. Right. And he's just joined this adventuring party. Right. Why? Because we needed someone to heal us and not ask questions. Dumb! What? Any reason you want, Marcus. That's the great thing about this game. You can be anyone you want. Do anything you want for any reason, so long as it's true to your character. Cool. I totally got this. Uh, Wait, but... This artifact belongs to my church, and as such, I cannot part with it for any price. (laughs) Uh, what did I say? Kill them all! The Ordinary Epic, a podcast series about the extraordinary, the ordinary, and something in between. Listen now at theordinaryepic.com or on your favorite podcast app.